The views and opinions expressed in the following program are those of the speaker and don't necessarily represent those of the station, its staff, management, or ownership. Good morning. You're finding out Pete and the Poet Gold. I'm Peter Leonard. And I'm the Poet Gold. And we're on the air this morning with Sabrina, uh, and she'll be talking about her new gallery and uh, space. But before we get to Sabrina, we're going to go right to the Poet Gold for her weekly poem, prayer, incantation. Gold, please let it roll. Thank you, Peter. And uh, welcome, Sabrina. Thank you. I'm going to do the soloist. Never be afraid to stand alone, because the truth of the matter is, alone does not exist. We live in a constant state of symbiosis. The tallest tree in the forest emerges in contrast to the smaller trees. But if there were no other trees around, would we not use the sky instead to measure the tree's majestic height, taking note how its tip appeared to touch the blue? And the sun, strong and fiery, from a distance, the moon placid and cool, are they not related, but different too? And though during the night the moon is the master of ceremony, the strength of its moonlight is contingent on the intensity of light bending back from the sun, and their celestial bond is revealed through the tide's ebb and flow. Our lives hang in the balance between what is and what is not. There are no soloists, just cerebral disconnections generating solitude. For like the tallest tree in the forest, we have a moment in time, not apart from, but a part of, a collective with roots creating pathways to communicate a message I hope reaches where you are saying, you are not alone. Well, let me say, I like that one more than lots of them. I mean, <laughs> we, uh, there is no uh, alone is profound. Before we get to Supreme, I have an extra sentence or two. Mm-hmm. And no matter how alone you are, or separated from people, as soon as you're thinking, you're using language. And language is a public property. Uh, you, no single, nobody can own language themselves. Mm-hmm. So language is your constant companion in, yes. in your deepest thoughts. But that's editorial, and we want to go right to uh, Suprina for her um, introduction to you know, what the new gallery is about on Main Street in Poughkeepsie, New York. Well, before you do that, I want to make a comment on the poem, too, mm-hmm. because uh, often people ask me, as an artist, I'm, they see me as a soloist. But I don't feel that way at all. Mm-hmm. I feel the collective unconscious. I feel the ancestors of all of us and all the objects. They all have a history and they surround me all the time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I think we're in agreement here. But, but being <laughs> agree- for me to be in agreement in the least articulate, man, it, it feels good to have you guys around. <laughs> the, uh, so maybe you could... Uh, so, uh, and we'll, we'll go together to your new gallery. Great. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Love to have oh, you. Yeah. And uh, so you want to tell us where it is? Sure. The new space is at 299 Main Street in Poughkeepsie. And I'm usually there from 10 to 4. You can come stop by if the lights are on, come visit, or you can make an appointment by uh, calling me at 917-334-5357. If those hours don't work for you, now it it has an interesting name, conveyor, and um, and I know that when you're looking at the sign, you have sort of this division uh, symbol um, at the end of the er, you know, the division line, then the or. What's what's that about? Can you explain how you came about with the name and and the, the story behind it? Sure, it was funny. Uh, my husband and I were driving on the Taconic on our way home from the city, and he said, "So." What are you going to name the space if you're going to name it? And out of the clear blue, honestly, 
no thought involved. I said, conveyor. Hmm. And then I asked him to look it up and tell me what it meant. (laughs) 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 Just to make sure. (laughs) And um, when he read uh, that it was, um, you know, conveyor belt, which moves things, so moves things from one thing, one place to another, Mm -hmm. and it's also a messenger, I was like, that is perfect. Mm -hmm. It's just perfect to me for an art space Mm -hmm. uh, because you do both of those things. You physically move stuff. Right, right. And you are trying to convey something, some kind of message. The ER and the OR came from um, my history with dyslexia and um, serious spelling issues, um, you can spell it with an ER or an OR. So I chose to spell it with both. And, and, and isn't the English language so confusing sometimes? You know, we have totally. we have so many ways to say things. You know, um, it's amazing. Yeah, but this is what you call um, diversity, mm-hmm. and so I spelled it both ways. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. It's a little poetic license, yeah, in a way. Sure. Yeah. inclusiveness. And, yeah, 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 for sure. It's, mm-hmm. it's, and, uh, you also mentioned in regard to uh, po- uh, Gold's poem. Uh, you know, the collective unconscious, which, you know, for lots of people, that seems like a an offbeat to weird idea. Yet uh, when you uh, talked about naming your, your studio, you came up with something that you didn't fully know what you were talking about on a conscious level, but that's a, an excellent example of how something is in your the collective unconscious since it brushes by you, How it and, works. you br- and you bring it forth. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, if, we're, if we are open to it, we can all um, channel that more mm-hmm. often. And, and it might be that the, bro- uh, the artist is uh, the broker of the collective unconscious. In other words, most of us don't have as much of a, an access to it. We certainly have access to it, but it's not as clearly as an artist might. And an artist might take... Uh, a collective unconscious, uh, you know, uh, and, and what I mean by that is an awareness independence of any individual and yet and make it publicly available. I think that we all are born with that ability. I think some people are taught by society and by adults to lose that. Yeah. yeah and yeah. artists tend to not lose that as much. I think that that's what I would say happens with that. Yeah, we so. hold on to it. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's, it's it's sort of like the fight for your life, you know. Mm-hmm. Hold yeah. on to that um, artistic spirit that I, I I won't say it's unappreciated, but but it's not um, uh, outwardly sometimes vocally appreciated unless unless in the setting. But other than that, it's it's sort of like, oh, okay, so uh, so what are you studying? Or you know, you kind of go art. Or I always like to I always like to see people's expressions when they go, what do you do? I go, I'm a poet. And they go, yeah, but what do you do? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah well, when people when I would tell people I was a sculptor, nine times out of ten they would say, so do you use the wheel, meaning ceramic throwing pots? Right. I'm right. Like, Right. No, I don't throw. I know I'm a woman, and mm. that makes sense to you. But no, I actually mm. do really giant artwork yeah. sometimes out of trash. But um, so the gallery is—it's actually two thirds my studio space in the back, and then the gallery is in the front. And this is a, a formula and um, a way that artists have been um, doing business for centuries. 
uh, more in Europe than in America because of our capitalistic system. We people can't afford to can't do afford that it. as much. But um, the realty company um, Cornerstone uh, gave me a, a wonderful lease that was affordable for me. Um, they want to see Main Street grow and thrive, and so they were they're willing to invest in something that will be beautiful for the passerbys. So you'll display your work. Uh, you have. Uh, and and be working on other pieces at the same time. Yeah, exactly. I'll be changing out the exhibits about every two years, and I will be showing other people's work too, but that will be by my invite or choice. So I will be showing the Oaxacan um, week we have here in Poughkeepsie in July and August. Wonderful. So, yeah, so I'll be showing a Oaxacan artist um, for all of July and part of August. Um, I think it's important to do stuff for the community. Mm -hmm. And um, so uh, work that's social, political, or environmental, is, which is what my work is about, is the kind of work that will always go in the windows. Uh, that's going to include dancing, um, films. Um, I want to make these windows into almost a public art space. I want the person who passes by to gain an experience from it. They don't ha even have to walk in the door because so many people feel like they're not supposed to walk in. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I really am looking to give them experience without walking in. And then maybe later on they will actually come knock on the door. And that's, that's so cool. And, um, you know, I, let's dive into that a little bit. You say so many people feel like they're not supposed to walk in. Yeah. But before we do that, let me just say to our listeners, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Finding Out with Pete and the Poet Gold. And I'm Peter Leonard. And I'm the Poet Gold. And we're here today uh, with Saprina, um, who, owner of The Conveyor, which is a new gallery on Main Street located at 299 Main Street, right in the heart of downtown Poughkeepsie. So let's go back to the, to the question. You had made a statement about um, individuals walking by and some people may feel like they're not supposed to walk in. I want to dive into that, you know, um, why do you say that? And then also, uh, why do you think that they feel like they're not supposed to walk in? Because I think I understand, you know, what you're saying. Well, uh, the art world can be very intimidating mm -hmm. and appear to be and is sometimes actually stuck up oh. and full of themselves. <laughs> 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 and um, the beauty of public art is that anybody can experience it without having to open a door or, or make an appointment or talk to anybody and they can gain any kind of experience from it, whatever they get from that, you know? Mm -hmm. And I really love public art for that reason. And um, I, I'm, people, some people struggle and I would say definitely people um, who have less money and don't get experience, uh, don't get, um, uh, the ability to see a lot of art. They are afraid to walk in. My black and brown brothers and sisters, if they see a, a space that appears to be white, they feel unwelcomed also. And um, so that's partially why I want this to be kind of like a public art space. 
Yeah, uh, Soprano, you used a couple words uh, and you glanced by them, and I think like, some people might not be following, uh, would not uh, clue into it. You used the word trash, that you, uh, you, know, you used trash, and uh, people might think you were uh, kidding or meaning any old thing. And then you also used the words uh, uh, public, public, political, and uh, ethical art. How can you wrap those up for us? I know all of that's important to you. Well, um, yeah, I use the word trash just because I, I kind again, the art world can tend to be a little snooty. And when I think, you know, they talk about found objects, found objects are, are basically other people's trash. Yeah. And I, I like to bring it home, bring it down yeah. to earth a little bit, which is why I tend to use that. So I use what other people discard. What they say is useless and they throw away are things that I find are beautiful, have a history, and um, and I just find an aesthetic in those objects. And I also think there's a symbolism to that where a lot of people feel themselves useless or undervalued in society. And so I see the object as a representation of that social statement too. Okay. And so uh, you you might take, uh, give me an example of some of the uh, items that are thrown away that you use for art. Oh, well, the <clears throat> very good one is in the window right now at 299 Main Street. Okay. And it's 190 paint can lids that all have different colored paint on the inside of the lid. And I attach them all together. And uh, it's called The Sum of Us which is based on the book, The Sum of Us by Heather McGee. It's a great book about how racism affects us all. I highly recommend anyone to read it. Um, And so the piece, when you look at it, you're looking at all these different colors and textures and shades. And so it makes me think of all of us. And we're all together there. And that was your first um, opening, The Sum of Us. Yes. That's the title of the first show is The Sum of Us. even though it opened February 25th, I was still in Black History Month, and mm-hmm. I felt I should honor that. So that show will be up until mid-April, and then I'll be doing an Earth Day show. Okay. Now, you have another piece in there that, um, I'm, forgive me, I forgot the name of the artist who sent you the, the items that the fish. Oh, uh, Chris Jordan. Chris Jordan, okay. And you have, like, um, toothbrushes, you know, I mean— it's 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 such an incredible uh, piece of artwork, and it really makes you think about the things that we use in our home that are being ingested, and we just toss them into the garbage. So, un we don't even think about it at all. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And the 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 bottle caps. Um, it is really Peter. You, it's a really amazing piece to yeah. stand in front of. And, you know, um, oftentimes I like to, and I know you like to be at the beach, look at the ocean, and and to connect to the fact of there's a bottle I may be using where the cap may wind up being in one of these, you know, one of the fish in the ocean. And when you look at this artwork and you realize it's hundreds of it, then you, you recognize that it's thousands of it. The expanse of it. Right. Yeah. 
Right. Well, that was uh, Gold's referring to a piece that's a work in progress. And uh, right now it's a working title is The Albatross. So it's about the bird, the albatross, and the way the albatross eats fishes is by skimming the surface of the water and picking up fish that are on the surface of the water, but often mistakes floating plastic as fish. Mm -hmm. And then it goes and feeds its babies the plastic, and the babies die from being impaled or being poisoned. I have um, I have um, an ink cartridge mm. Mm. that some poor baby chick was fed by its parents. So it died from toxic chemicals or being impaled or just starvation because it's not getting real food. So that's the piece that Gold is talking about. You're welcome to come see it. I mean, I'm going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but 190... Uh, Paint, paint can, can to, paint can tops. Uh, the, uh, the the paint side of it. Yeah. So they, uh, this is what you call a rainbow coalition. Exactly. Like, totally. You know, that, yeah. Some of us. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what it is. I thought it was so straightforward and so easy to depict. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, with that kind of thing. So um, yeah, people just throw that stuff away. We we just don't think about what we throw away. We also don't think about what we consume. And, uh, They're related, right? 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's 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 really a problem. And so the uh, as uh, you conceive yourself as a, an artist, to not only um, bring uh, what's useful out of what is considered useless, but also to um, bring awareness to that. In other words, so the political dimension to it is the political and social dimension is um, consumption. Okay. Yeah, basically. I mean, sometimes people conceive of art as uh, simply a matter of beauty. Uh, And what you're saying is uh, the beauty is uh, an element that also detonates a kind of awareness uh, that is uh, politically and socially significant. Yeah, thank you. I like that. Yeah, yeah. It it, it taps us into our truth. Once again, if you're uh, tuning in, you're listening to Finding Out with Pete and the Poet Gold. (laughs) I'm Peter Leonard. And I'm the Poet Gold, and we're here with Sabrina, owner of The Conveyor, a new art gallery on Main Street in Poughkeepsie, 299 Main Street in Poughkeepsie. Um, Let me ask a question. You know, the type of work that you do, do you you feel that, that we will sort of like change as a society? I mean, we're, you know, and we consume a lot. And and I don't I don't know if I'm a very hopeful person. You know that I'm a yes. very hopeful person. But I also have recognized I'm not naive to the point that um, that it seems the only time we really uh, change is in a catastrophe when we're directly threatened. Right when we're when right when we're di- directly threatened in this country. You know something really bad has to happen, and then for a moment. We are enlightened, or we want to be aware, but then we go back into amnesia, and uh, and just perpetuate the same crap that brought us into the disaster in the first place. Well, it seems that way. I mean, um, you know uh, what they're doing. I'm going to botch this, but you might know the um, the uh, nuclear plant down on on in the Hudson River that they close. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to be dumping some of the um, water that has still has remnants of the chemicals that were the reason the plant closed, they're planning on dumping that water back into the Hudson. How does that happen? How does that happen? <laughs> How do we do that? Right. Where's the learning curve? Yeah, right, right. You know, I don't know. Uh, so you're you talking know. about Indian Point. 
Uh, yes. Right, yeah. Indian Thank Point. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Indian Point, yeah. People uh, Google that. You should know about it. Right. <laughs> Especially right. if you live downriver. <laughs> it also seems yeah. particularly um, dismissive uh, to you know, having a nuclear um, power plant called Indian Point. Uh, it seems disrespectful and a way of throwing away uh, Native horrendous. American culture. <laughs> yeah. You know, to go to your theme about what's thrown away. Yeah. Uh, we throw away the culture and then we call it Indian Point. I mean, how did the Indians get blamed for this? I mean, <laughs> you know, right. I mean, it's right. absurd. But, I know. Uh, yeah. yeah no, the, uh, and then the, the whole nuclear issue is one that um, we want to keep out of our mind uh, in, in terms of nuclear bombs. I mean, we're still, you know, a week or two away from that. In other right. words, if if people get politically hot, those uh, nuclear weapons uh, always a are, are always right. a presence that we don't want right. to mention. And I understand that that's a space, um, you know, that we, we don't want to be in that anxious and anxiety space in our mind constantly thinking <laughs> about all these things, right. you know. Yeah. Um, but there I don't know. I just feel like there just needs to be a space that that we, we need to just develop some tools or something. I don't know. I can figure it out. Well, I've <laughs> you know? had people say to me um, years later, too, that they were affected by seeing my work. Mm-hmm. And, and in the sense of either deciding not to throw something away mm-hmm. or in the sense of actually before purchase. Mm-hmm. Do, I, do I really need that? Mm-hmm. What is that made out of? Right. You know, checking those boxes. So I, I, I do know in a very small way, because I'm very small and very <laughs> tiny on this, even just in the Hudson Valley, not mm-hmm. even the planet, forget it, I'm minuscule, right. but, but that some people are actually affected. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and that's why art matters. And, and that's what I have to give. Right, right. Yeah. And I can only give what I have to give. Mm-hmm. And hopefully the world takes it in mm-hmm. some form mm-hmm. and uh, gets something from it. Yeah. Uh, that's my wish. That's my hope. Um, I'm not going to be a politician. Um, I would just make way too many enemies. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> so. But, but minuscule is the right is a great word. It, it, it's uh, because mi- no matter how minuscule we are, uh, we're not nothing. In other right. words, yes. the real difference is you have a life here. Yeah. Yeah. You, use it. Right. Use it. You're not alone. Z- zero yeah. is a right. bad. Zero is bad. One is a good number. <laughs> <laughs> and the difference between one and zero is the big, is much bigger difference than the difference between it's one and a million. The expanse of the universe, really. You know, I mean, it's just right. Yeah. Right. It's like I tell people. I say, you know, f- focus on your block. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because, well, that's why I'm on Main Street. I yeah. mean, I moved to Main Street because. I had a gallery with other people there. Mm-hmm. We had a group gallery that closed, and and I was really upset leaving Main Street. It broke my heart I know. to mm-hmm. leave Main Street. I, I told you. Yeah. I was like, all right, I don't care that I don't have to do all this work for the gallery anymore. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> but losing a presence on Main Street that was a, a hope. Mm-hmm. A beacon. And so that's why I went back to Main Street. I could have went other places. And one of the things, we only have a minute and a half left, but uh, you know, we're all one, but when one, one plus one is two. And maybe uh, you both want to talk about the collaboration you uh, made on... Uh, say the, Their Names. Uh, say Their Names, the video that uh, Gold had in the main character, and it was 
uh, sculpture by uh, Demis, Suprina, Demis, yeah. uh, who is a blind, uh, the uh, goddess of justice, yeah. who's allegedly blind, and that came out of the George Floyd work. Do you want to? Yeah. Speak well, what's about the best way to to find that um, on the on, they, on the internet? Just go and say poet gold. Say their names on YouTube. Yeah, and then you can view a seven-minute video mm-hmm. uh, that Gold and I created with the help of Artsmith Hudson Grant. Um, and the artifact, Paul Thompson? Yes, Paul Thompson. We love dearly. Oh, Actually, yeah. I asked him if he would do a video project in the window at 2998. Oh, wonderful. At Conveyor. So, well, so um, say their name. Let me brag about it, okay? okay? <laughs> you both seem to be avoiding it. Say their names is as good as art gets in America. It's a seven-minute video. It has music. It has drama to it. It has history to it. And it's it's it's. Ours, uh, in yes, the sense of yes. our, our humanity, but it's also our Hudson Valley art. Yes, it is, absolutely. Yeah, and man, Sabrina you. and Poet Gold teaming up, once they get, have somebody else get rid of their modesty for them, they got plenty. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much for being with oh, us. Oh, thank, thank you. you so much. And thank you to our listeners for listening to Finding Our Pete and the Poet Gold. We appreciate you.